Hey, this is Tony Boss Bowling coming to you from the Lincoln Attic Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Lincoln Addict Episode 2, Devious Customs. And yes, we've got Jeff Davey from Devious Customs on this episode. First, I want to thank everyone that listened to Episode 1. And huge shout out to Colorado Custom Wheels, a.k.a. CC Cycle Wheels. Make sure you visit CC Cycle Wheels on Instagram. They are making the baddest reproduction billet wheels on the market for our Lincolns. All you do is select the size wheel that you want. You call up CC Cycle Wheels and they will manufacture those bad boys for you. So keep that awesome, clean look of the original style hubcap with an updated billet aluminum wheel and boom, you're helping make America billet again with CC Cycle Wheels. Tell Michael, Lincoln Attic Podcast sent you. Jeff at Devious Customs. Make sure you hit up DeviousCustoms.com. First-hand account, you'll get to hear us talk to Jeff this episode about some of the cool product that he has on his website. First, I want to kind of give a few updates for everyone. So, you know, we'll start out this podcast. Hopefully, we'll get on track bi-weekly with podcast updates. So, this is brought to you by our Lifestyle Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast... Make sure you check out our Lifestyle Podcast. We talk about everything from mini trucks to Lincolns a little bit here and there. And then, oh, by the way, BMX bikes, anything that we think is cool, we talk about. So make sure you check us out. Subscribe. Now, if you've seen some of the posts on Instagram that link over to our Facebook page for Lincoln Addict, you know that we have our new logo out, and that's what you see for the podcast artwork. Uh, This artwork was essentially put together originally by the homie Jake at Rendered by Thor. He uh, is the guy that does amazing renderings for these Lincolns. Then I basically took that artwork and went over to RJ at iCandy Designs. That artwork is what you see on the sticker. And as I mentioned, the podcast uh, cover art. If you want a sticker, I have some extras. They're $5 shipped. Email me, LincolnAddictPodcast at gmail.com. That's all together, no underscores. LincolnAddictPodcast at gmail.com. Let me know your name and address. You basically need to uh, PayPal me. So uh, if you um, you know want to make the purchase, I'll respond, say, boom, here's the PayPal address, and then uh, I'll ship out your sticker. That helps cover the original artwork cost and, of course, the shipping. Five bucks, you can't beat it. Uh, it's a it's a pretty nice size sticker, so you can throw it on the, the Lincoln or put it on the refrigerator, put it in the, the garage, anywhere you want, but uh, those are $5 shipped. If you are on Instagram, and if you're not, you should be, uh, just know that you can turn on post notifications uh, from Lincoln Addict. So what you're going to do is you're going to type in Lincoln Addict, go to our main profile, upper right corner, click on the triple dots, and then you're going to uh, uh, tap on turn on post notifications. This will ensure that you don't miss any content from Lincoln Addict. You can also follow the hashtag Lincoln Addict. So if you type in all together on Instagram, Lincoln Addict under tags, um, you can click on that tag. So you'll see as of right now, we have 1,760 posts with the hashtag Lincoln Addict. Uh, that includes the homie Tony Boss Bolin, who uh, continues to hashtag us as well. So thanks. Uh, you just click on follow. And what that does for those that aren't Instagram savvy, 
as you're scrolling through your normal feed on Instagram, Instagram will basically insert in any photos that are hashtagged with at Lincoln Addict, or excuse me, uh, hashtag Lincoln Addict. So it's a cool way, an additional way to kind of keep up and spice up your feed there. But if you have post notifications turned on, that's going to make sure that you're not missing any great content. Okay, next, Lincoln Attic Podcast is now on Google Podcasts. So I believe when I posted the first episode, I mentioned that it was kind of in the works. So I did submit that. And if you are uh, an Android slash Google fan and you prefer to use Google Podcasts, by all means, you know you can do that. I know that that's the newer app. They're kind of transitioning from what I understand from Google Play Music. Uh, you may recall, I think Apple, or excuse me, Google somewhat got out of the podcasting for a while. I don't know why they did that. Then they added uh, podcast uh, into Google Play Music. And then now, oh, by the way, they have a Google Podcast app. So uh, Podbean, in my opinion, is still the easier way to listen. One reason is uh, you can actually interact with us. So you can make comments in there. If there's something that you had a question about, you know, you could post it in there. And when I log into the app, I'm able to respond. And then, oh, by the way, that's who hosts the podcast. So as time goes on, some of these other forums are a little bit, uh, you know, not strict, but they don't let you go back as far. So if you just found our lifestyle podcast and we just posted episode 80, you may only be able to go back like 20 episodes. So if there's something that you want to reference back to with Podbean, you're able to go back to the beginning. So make sure you're subscribed via Podbean, and then you'll receive a notification every time that the podcast posts. Now, if you're on an iPhone, it is probably easiest just to use the podcast, the pre-installed Apple Podcasts app. So you can always do that. But again, even on uh, iPhone, you can still download Podbean if you want to interact and uh, you can make comments and whatnot. Okay, a couple updates that I wanted to give on projects. So the homie, Tony Boss Bolin, he came through on 8-18-2018, and uh, I had purchased some blue interior from him recently. He's got a plenty of parts cars, and he had uh, basically did a deal with someone to acquire some really nice interior. And that was originally going to go to someone else, well, that person decided, eh, they're just going to get theirs redone. And he was left with a really sick, awesome blue bench seat. Uh, and then the rear two pieces for the seat. I couldn't have been happier with uh, the way everything looked uh, because the seats that were in my 64 Smuggler's Blues, man, that was probably the worst part of that entire car. For whatever reason, man, those seats were torn up. Uh, it still was cool. You know, I like the vintage look. You know, it kind of gave it a lot of character, but I was like, man, these seats are pretty damn worn out. And when you start looking at, like, you know, Jim Wallace's prices or getting the seats redone, it's a hefty amount. So I was like, you know, that's not a priority priority right now. Let me go to the homie Tony Boss Bolin, who uh, I refer to as Boss Bolin Industries. And boom, he had it in stock. He always jokes around, operators standing by. And sure enough, boom, uh, I picked up the product. Now, I had swapped out the rear in no time. Obviously, that's easy. I had this old seat partially out from being over at Blair's Lair, uh, working on the convertible top. You know, we were messing around back there as well. Turns out I have um, 
uh, cylinder that's leaking, so I'm just going to upgrade all of the stuff and, and have everything brand new on the car. But uh, the rear seat, boom, as anyone knows, that comes out easy in these old cars. Well, I got to the front seat, and I knew the seat's heavy. I have a couple extra bench seats sitting around, and uh, you know, I, I had you know asked the wife, I said, hey, are you able to maybe see if you can help me with this? Well, I shouldn't have done that because I know that seat's heavy, and she's like, man, this... This is just not going to work. Well, when he got to the house, first thing we had to do, because the convertible top's not working all the way, is we manually put the top down. So we you know, just hit the switch, did the little unlock. Uh, once the deck lid was unlocked, pulled that up, uh, messed around a little bit more, got the locks for the top up near the windshield, boom, those unlocked, and we just pushed the top back in. Doing so allowed for way easier access. If you've ever taken out your seat, man, and you've got a convertible, just uh, put the top down. Of course, you got two guys. Uh, I had already taken out the four bolts that hold the seat to the actual track. If you don't know, you can actually take out the, the seat and leave the entire track system still in the car. Super easy. Four bolts. I think they're half inch uh, bolts. And, um, and then in addition to that, the only thing that I forgot to do was I didn't have the, the two seatbelt bolts all the way undone. So when he got here, boom, got out the impact, took out those two, were able to pull the entire seat out. Well, at that point, it's like, okay, well, let me take the seatbelts out. That was a little bit of, you know, there's kind of a little trick to it. Uh, it took us a few minutes to get it, but, you know, typically you would think, hey, just shove the seatbelt right through the seat. That's pretty much what you're doing, but the way they came from the factory, they kind of go around where the center console's at that folds down. So it took us a few minutes to kind of just get that uh, sorted out. Once we got the two seatbelts out, boom, went over to the other seat, uh, slid those through with a little help uh, on the backside with uh, a screwdriver. Once we got the the lip of the metal piece that bolts to the floor through, we were able to kind of pry it through some more. And then boom, seatbelts were through, started raining a little bit, so moved the car into the carport. And, uh, of course it was in Florida. It literally rained for like 30 seconds. I wouldn't even call it rain. It was sprinkling. Boom. Back the car back out, dropped the seat in. Everything went together super smooth. Well, the seat switch that I had on my original seat, I don't know if we, you know, having the seat, you know, the way we had it, you know, if it kind of messed with it, the switch a little bit. I mean, really we didn't do much, but all of a sudden, you plug in the four little plugs for the seat switch and, you know, the thing's just constantly on. So we're like, hmm, you know, we've got plenty of parts standing by. Uh, we had the original seat switch out of the seats from Boss Bolin. And what we did was we took those guts out because we plugged everything in and it seemed to work fine. We took those guts out and we put it in the, uh, the housing from the seat that I had because it was like perfect, not really much pitting. I had already polished it. Boom. Uh, Tony did that really quick. I'm like, man, I'm ready to throw the towel in. It was a long day. Tony goes, oh, come on, man. Five minutes, that's done. Throws it in. Seat's working perfect. So it's kind of nice having some extra parts around. As you know, those old seat switches, very similar to the window switches. You know, the stuff has to be rebuilt. It's old technology. So, you know, stuff happens. But with that being said, now I've got full adjustability of the seat. And man, sitting on those seats, they were probably redone at some point. I know one of the purists pointed out that 
on one of the seats it has like the wrong number of buttons it's like you know seven not six or something like that but I tell you what they look really good uh, they they're not faded at all and even underneath the seat with the burlap and I mean everything about them you'd have to be pretty much a purist to know that they're not original our assumption is that they were redone at some point but it doesn't look like a seat that was redone in the last like 20 years I mean it looks like you know they're either original or they were redone a long time ago and they're super, super nice. So, you know, at the end of the day, again, it's my car and uh, I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, the, the seats, they don't perfectly match now, the faded door panels. I'm like, you know, look, it's not a full-blown show car. It's a cruiser. And maybe at one point I'll switch up some more of the interior. But for now, I am super stoked. Eventually, it'll get some new carpet in it, probably a Jim Wallace kit. Uh, he's the guy that you know, does the awesome interiors. But for the, the carpet kits, as Tony always reminds me, it has the nice uh, the heel pad, uh, like an original style that he uh, basically puts in there. So, you know, Jim Wallace isn't that far from here. And, uh, you know, I've been to his place before with Tony and Blair, and I'll probably just end up running one of those kits soon. But with all that being said, it was kind of cool. I cruised the car just for a few minutes yesterday, and it was a good feeling. So, uh, there's still a lot of work to be done uh, for anyone that follows my personal Instagram page at BD94S10. That's like B, like boy, D like Delta, 94S like Sam, 10. Uh, you will get an opportunity to see some of the inside, some of the things that you know we're constantly doing. Um, in addition to working on the car, Tony has the uh, kind of off-white, greenish, I don't know what you want to call it, 67 that we've, I guess, named yesterday Wolverine. Uh, the guy that owned it was a Michigan State fan. So he has, you know, all the green interior that was redone. Beautiful car, beautiful interior. Has a sticker on the back glass, and it uh, has the Michigan State uh, logo on it. But uh, we joked around yesterday and said, ah, let's call this one Wolverine. So he had that there. We had been doing a little bit of work to the window switches, then he comes through with the 65, uh, hashtag six fives on the rise. And, uh, you know, so boom, we've got these two. Then, of course, we manually put the top down on Smuggler's Blues, uh, did some work on it, and we said, you know what? It's a perfect photo op. Sun's going down. We've got the cars lined up. So the last time we took the photo, we didn't have, you know, it, it wasn't in perfect uh, red, white, and blue. So this time we swapped the red and the white, and uh, we took some cool photos, you know. So we posted those at Lincoln Addict on Instagram, so you get a chance to see those. And that's one of the photos that uh, the Suicide Slabs guys, so Richard, uh, so big ups to him. He re recently has reshared some of the photos from Lincoln Addict, and we um, certainly appreciate that. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, he's got a big cult following all uh, Suicide Slabs, they post, you know, basically 61 through 69 Lincolns, uh, the four doors, two doors, verts, sedans, you name it. But um, we had Richard on our lifestyle podcast, man, probably like almost three, about three years ago. And I want to say it was episode five, and now we're on episode 80. So there's probably an opportunity to bring him on again and talk about, you know, what he's been doing. I know he's still got a 61. I think he's been working on a 64 that he got that came from Florida. So, 
you know, there's a lot of good people out there. Uh, there's four, five, six good Facebook groups. Uh, as far as Lincoln Talk, uh, Lincoln Continental uh, is one of them. There's like a longer title. Then you got Suicide Slabs. You got Lincoln Addict, which is our uh, page. But, uh, you know, really, I think our objective is to really keep these cars going, whether you're a purist or you're a guy that wants to cut one up and lay it on the ground, you know, to each his own. And uh, I can't believe that these cars continue to come out of the woodworks. You know, people find them. Unfortunately, as people pass away, uh, new owners acquire them and things such as that. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the Lincoln scene is thriving, and uh, I'm just glad that we're a part of it. I've been a fan of these cars, as I kind of mentioned, I think on episode one, a very long time. And, um, you know, it's an honor for me to own two. Uh, One's a bigger project, the 67. But then the 64 that Tony, uh, just to give him credit, he found this car for me. And he said, dude, if you're not going to go buy it, let me know now because I'm going to go buy it. So, you know, he really hooked me up, found it at a great price point, very solid car. And I'm, you know, I'm just happy to say that I own, again, two of these pieces of American history in terms of vehicles. And it's great to have a homie, Tony, who, by the way, is a part of this podcast. He uh, is a guy that's passionate about these cars. Uh, we joke all the time about, quote-unquote, Lincoln life because, you know, you fix one thing and two things break. And that's what it is on these cars. So uh, we're happy to, hopefully, over the next, you know, six months to a year, bring a lot of the knowledge that we have to the Lincoln podcast, uh, Lincoln addict podcast world, uh, for everyone that listens, we've got plenty of top guests lined up. That's going to hopefully give insight to, uh, folks. If you're looking to buy one of these cars, some of the things that you need to do, uh, where you need to research and things like that. So, uh, that those are some of the, uh, project updates recently, uh, that tied into what Tony and I had going on in terms of working on these cars the last few weekends. Now smugglers blues, my 64, man, every day I start thinking about it, it's turning into a bigger project. I'm going, man, Hmm, should I take this to SEMA 2019? So I'm throwing around some, some ideas, uh, maybe with Jeff at devious customs, maybe run some AccuAir, fire compressors. Of course, CC Cycle Wheels, a.k.a. Colorado Custom Wheels, run a nice uh, white wall tire on it, and uh, you know a couple other tricks, but I think for now, I just got to focus, like I tell my son all the time, one thing at a time. We can't get too far ahead of ourselves. Okay, so this podcast would not be possible without the help of many great people, including, as I mentioned, CC Cycle Wheels, a.k.a. Colorado Custom Wheels. Big ups to Michael and the whole team there. Make sure you follow them or just Google Colorado Custom Wheels and land on their website and biggity boom, order some badass wheels. Devious Customs, make sure you visit deviouscustoms.com. He's got plenty of parts and a lot more to come that you're going to hear from Jeff in just a moment. Shout outs. I want to give a shout out to a guy named Dane. And if you're on Instagram, look up Moto, M-O-T-O, and then M-A-C-H-I-N-A. So Moto, so it's M-O-T-O-M-A-C-H-I-N-A. Moto Ma China. <laughs> but Dane T is on Instagram, and basically I met him on Instagram. I had saved some old photos from somewhere of his 61, and I posted them one day, and boom, he's like, oh, that's my car. 
And, uh, you know, he shows us a lot of love on our Lifestyle the Podcast as well as Lincoln Attic. So big ups to Dane. Keep doing your thing. You got a super sick airbagged 61 convertible. And, man, that thing is a sweet cruiser. I think he's got AccuAir on it. And uh, he's got a nice, uh, nice setup. So make sure you're following him. All right, parting words. What I would ask is share the podcast. When we make the posts on Instagram, click on the little paper airplane looking icon. Uh, shoot that to all your buddies. Uh, the more people that listen, the better. We can keep growing this as we have done with our lifestyle, the podcast. And that growth allows us to you know, pick up new sponsors and things like that. And that helps us grow and it helps us kind of give fuel to the fire of wanting to spend the time to record and edit and upload and, you know, write up the the description for each episode, uh, reaching out to the guests, you know, trying to get people on. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. So share the podcast, take screenshots uh, and send it to your homies, uh, friends, if you will. And if you're in the Apple podcast app, the majority of the world revolves around Apple in terms of iTunes and their podcasts. If you're on an episode, what you can do is click on the triple dots and hit share episode. And boom, you can hit messages and you can text that to all of your friends. And then when they click it, especially if they have an iPhone, it takes them right into it. All right. Last, uh, leave us a rating. So if you're in Apple podcasts on the phone, you can actually leave a rating which is very cool. So what you're going to do is uh, when you're on, uh, let's say you go into your library on your iPhone and you tap on that podcast, for instance, Lincoln Attic Podcast. What you're going to do once you go there is just scroll down and you're going to scroll to a point where it's you're going to run out of episodes. And of course, on ours, we only have a couple. And when you get down pretty far enough, it's going to allow you, uh, there's going to be ratings and reviews. So what you're going to do is you're just going to, um, uh, click, you know, hopefully five star rating, and um, it'll say submitted. Then what you can do is, if you want to write a review, uh, just below that, scroll down a little bit more and tap on write a review, and then boom, you just type it in, and uh, you're all set to go. So, uh, listen, appreciate everybody listening. We're going to continue to keep the pedal stomped uh, as we introed with episode one, Hot Rod Lincoln. Love that song. That's the way we're going to keep this podcast going. Uh, and hey, no breaks. So with that being said, just want to say appreciate uh, all the Lincoln Addict listeners, and we out you. Peace. Enjoy this interview with Jeff Davey of Devious Customs. And Jeff, the homie Tony Boss Boland says he wants to give a big shout-out to you for keeping the hacking to the Buicks and not the Lincolns. I think he was just watching some roadkill, homie. Everybody enjoy. Hey, hey, it's ODB Lincoln Addict. As I mentioned, episode two, we've got Jeff Davey from Devious Customs. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for asking. You got so much going on. But listen, we got a new audience. We had you on Our Lifestyle of the Podcast a couple times. We talked all about the stuff you're cooking up at Devious Customs. But I'm kind of just curious, can you let the... Lincoln Attic Podcast Nation in on a little bit of what you guys do at Devious Customs. Oh man, I am so excited because like we have so much going on. We just uh, acquired another five thousand square foot and uh, filled it up in like a week. So <laughs> that's, nice. That's a good problem to have, you know. You know, of course, we have probably about I don't know fifteen twenty Lincolns here and um, 
conglomeration of a bunch of other junk. But I'm excited. Like I'm telling you right now, like I have so many plans and so many parts on on tap right now. This next year is going to be unbelievable. I'm going to try to get as much as I can to SEMA, and then uh, next year is going to. I'm just going to uncap it. It's going to be nuts. I mean, we build anything and everything for Lincoln, and I'm trying to make everybody's life a little bit simpler by you know providing good kits and easy installs and 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 fun to drive cars again. You know. Yes, and when we had you on our lifestyle of the podcast, we talked a lot about your website. You know, you had just refreshed it, but you you still had a mission that was gonna to be to even make it easier. And when you go on deviouscustoms dot com, you click on store or hover over store, and you're gonna see the Lincoln kits. And you've got the sixty one mm-hmm. through sixty three, but you also have a couple different things. Like you know, if you've got a guy that's already got his bags, you've got a kit there with a nice price, and then a little bit more. It's a little bit more inclusive with the bags and stuff. So I think that's nice that the way you have it all set up, man. So I, I'm tailored, you know, because I'm a bad guy. I like my cars low. I like to drive them low. I don't ever air it up hardly, you know, two or three inches off the ground type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a bad guy, but um, somewhere adding to the mix, we're put, we're building the coilover kit, and that'll be released here in the next month or two, finalizing all the details on it and stuff like that. We're also upgrading our bag kit to do uh, a little bit of changes and make things a little bit easier for people to put it in. We have our LS kits. We have our coyote kits. I mean, we're trying to, like, completely cover the spectrum, you know? Yeah, I think you do a good job. And when you look, you even have a, like a, a full tune-up kit, you know, which includes some of the different ignition pieces. And, you know, it's at a fair price. So the cool thing about DeviousCustoms.com is it actually offers a variety for some of the purists that want to just kind of spice up the motor a little bit, those big male, as you guys call them, boat anchors. But, hey, man, uh, the site's looking good, Jeff. You know, you know, the thing with the stock motors is that the, the things why we do the, the little tune-up kits and stuff like that is because – not everybody can afford to slap an LS in it or a coyote. And, you know, if the car's in, you just need some cap wires and plugs, we can help you out. You know, of course, we're very competitive with all the major manufacturers out there. But supporting somebody local, is it means a lot to us. And, you know, to keep them on the road is the main goal, you know. Um, as soon as that thing doesn't run correctly and it goes by the wayside, then then uh, it sits in your backyard and collects rust and dirt and everything else. You know how that goes. And then uh, you're not enjoying your car. So we just want to try to make people easy for people to enjoy their cars still. Yeah, and we all know like technology changes and over the, you know, let's say 55 years, you know, things have gotten better. Things have, you know, obviously, you know, performance has increased. So I tell you what, the homie Tony Boss Bolin, he's, you know, bought some parts from you. And I'm always surprised for the guys like me that want to keep that original motor. His motor is probably the best sounding motor that I've heard out of a Mel 430. It's primarily because of the fuel injection that he got through you, but then also the exhaust kits that you offer. Damn, they sound yeah. good, man. Yeah, they're throaty. They sound deep. Um, they're two and a half inch. They're all stainless. They can be put on at home type of thing. Uh, there's you no know, some. You have to be mechanically inclined, obviously, but uh, you can do it at home. They, they they they're one of my favorite parts, and they're easy. You know, you you bolt it on, and you're done, and it sounds badass. Yeah, they definitely do. Now, I was at a show this past weekend, and I was talking with the guy with the 61. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, people are worried about, hey, how do I put shocks on the car? But, you know, when I look at your 61, the 69 control arm kit that has a fair price on it, it looks like it comes with the shocks. It seems pretty easy, your kit, yeah. to put those on, man. Yeah, even, I mean, 
giving a guy like that, if he just needs shocks on his, in his car, we sell a, a separate shock kit. It's not li- labeled on our website, but we do have it. We do sell it and we help people out. Just, you can't drive a car without shocks. It just drives like crap. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah. And when you drive with one with uh, shocks, you're like, damn, what was I thinking all that time? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're like, oh, I don't need that. And you're like, oh, man, what was that was dumb. <laughs> so yeah. So t- give us a little insight. I know one of the products that uh, you kind of teased. I want to say it's on Instagram. Was you know even doing some machining with the the mounts for the front window switch panel and things like that. And I know you have a lot of things that you've dreamed up in terms of billet pieces you want to offer. Any insight to what's coming maybe end of this year uh, into 2019? I have a spreadsheet with like probably. <laughs> Two to three hundred part numbers and parts and details between sixty-one to sixty-nine Lincolns, um, and I can't program fast enough. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm new at it and I'm learning, but I do have two programmers as well. So there's three hundred programming parts right now for anything and everything that you can think of that you can't buy this quality. You know what I mean? Like you know how it is. You go out and look for a part, you can't find the right part. With what we're doing is we're trying to make the part better, you know, a better quality switch or a better quality this or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a complete dash setup for 66 to 69 uh, drivers, passenger, and then the door panels as well with new switches. Uh, they're all 6061 aluminum, CNC machined, um, and we use Carling switches on them, so we get rid of all those stock crap switches and we put Carling six, six prongs in them with new relays. I do it all right, you know what I mean? Like like it should be, so that way you don't have to worry about a switch again. <clears throat> the dashes will be, uh, we'll have three or four different variations of it. We'll have the stock one where you can put your stock heater and uh, AC unit, heater, AC, and radio unit in it. Or you can go with like an aftermarket, Dakota Digital, Vintage Air, you know, um, Bluetooth radio, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So we'll have about <clears throat> three or four different designs of that. We'll even have a blank one, so... If you're like half the guys out there that don't have heater AC mm-hmm. and the radio sucks, <laughs> that don't use any of that stuff, they can just buy a dash panel that, that deletes all that, you know? So that's some of the stuff we have coming. As of right now, we're on episode six on Amazon. Yeah, so, got another- so tell us a little bit about that. So if somebody, you know, like like me, I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber, but if you're not, you you need to be one because you save money over the course of a year. But how would someone go about finding that Amazon Prime video of yours? I mean, to be honest with you, how awesome is Amazon? Amazon, you can get on there and buy anything you want and have it delivered in two days. I mean, that completely is like my best friend. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I'm on the go 24-7. You know, my family's on the go 24-7. So I love it. But our video, we started a video a little while back and we, we, we're up to episode six now. We're just, we have fun and we enjoy and we, we build you know, cars, trucks, hot rods, whatever, Lincolns, you know, and uh, we film ourselves doing it and it may not be 110% like discovery quality, but uh, it's, it's, it's getting better every year and uh, it's turned out amazing. Uh, episode six is pretty radical. We have a couple of new characters in the shop and we're playing off those guys and, and, and just having fun and, and, and we're just trying to provide some entertainment for everybody out there. Yeah, I, uh, come I, January, I agree. Come January 1st, we got a new surprise coming out, and I'll, I'll let you into it uh, a little bit later down the road. But okay. right now, it's all, all arrows pointing to a big uh, big network. So Hells to the yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Well, yeah. and we when we highlighted you on our lifestyle of the podcast, what we kind of really promoted was that, you know, Jeff, you kind of reached out in your pockets and you said, hey, I want to produce something 
uh, in-house, you know, bring in some guys, you know, that got their cameras, the audio guys and things like that. And when I've watched each of them, I've kind of went in with an open mind and I said, man, this is fun. I get to see the type of vehicles that I like. And I really enjoyed um, episode five, Showtime. And I thought that you've taken, you've, you've done really good taking some of the feedback that you've seen and you've kind of taken it to the next level. So we're really excited to see what you have going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the big thing to us, you know. I mean, obviously, you can't make everybody happy. If you if you did, you obviously sell ice cream. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but you know, we try to make everybody is, is, is happy with what they see, and, and then we try to critique it to make it better each time. I mean, we do the same thing with every build in the shop. You know, every every car we try to do one step a notch above the last one. You know what I mean? Because that's called progression, and progression is, is where you get better, and that's how you grow. That's how you make better things and do things better all around. So I, I'm a huge believer in that. And, uh, so, uh, like I said, it's just one thing after another, you get just always got to be better. Always got to be better. Yeah. No, I got to be thinking. I, no, I hear you. And, you know, when I think of your website and the products that you offer, you know, just wanted to kind of hit on this. What's when, when, when you pick up the phone or when some of your staff picks up the phone and people are calling or the website is easier to even order, what's like the number one Lincoln park that you guys are pushing out these days? Man, it's tough. Uh, our, our suspension kits are hot. Um, our gas tanks are hot because nobody makes gas tanks for them. Mm-hmm. Our exhaust is hot. So it would be a toss-up between the suspension and the gas tanks, I think, though. But uh, one thing I do have coming out shortly, and uh, you'll be the first to know right now, nobody else really knows this yet, is I bought a whole mess of CNC equipment, and we're going to start, uh, as you well know, back in the day, we used to own Devious Wilco mm-hmm. wheels. Ah. We're going to start Devious Custom, Devious Custom Wheels back up, so... We'll be back here shortly with uh, a bunch of new designs and uh, get back in the wheel business. So, Dang, you heard it first, man. I- I'm stoked for you. When I think of the vehicles that you've been pulling in, and we'll you know talking Lincolns right now, you know I call you the Lincoln Don. You know, kind of joking around on Instagram because you put out your business puts out so many badass rides. What's the secret ingredient that you have? Because you ain't just like putting lipstick on these things and moving them. You've got nice quality beginning to end, and you're putting out more than anyone. Well, you know, you own the Lincoln, so you know, one, they cost a shit ton of money. (laughs) And about half of the car needs to be replaced and updated. You know what I mean? I I mean, from brittle wiring to, I mean, the suspension to the gas tanks that rust out on the inside, you know? So I just try to treat each customer like like my best friends. You know what I mean? Like... I want them to have a good experience. I want them to enjoy their car. I want them to not, not have any problems. You know, if we if we accomplish each each one of those with each customer, then I think we have a win, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I remember on, I think it was on the Amazon show, did you have one of your buddies, you know, kind of uh, shifting gears a little bit, did you have a buddy that recorded a song, the Devious Custom song? Because I thought that went pretty cool with some yeah. of the videos of the, the Lincolns. Yeah, I got a buddy down in uh, Texas. In El Campo, Texas, I got I got a bunch of friends down there, and, and one of my close friends, AJ Gale, he actually recorded the song on his guitar. I don't I don't know. He probably was on the shitter or something, <laughs> but it turned out amazing. Yeah, it <laughs> and does. he's like, it's cool. kind of like it's not in the studio. It's kind of crackly. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, it's perfect. I love it. So when what I was going from uh, or for on that whole deal was, you know, the Dukes of Hazard. Yes. Uh, I, this, that theme song is amazing. Like to me, that's like that's a win. So I'm like, hey, make it like that, but different, but cool. And he's like, all right, I got this. It's and like he home. just knocked it out. He just knocked it out. Yeah. And I'm like, that was amazing. So yeah, if you got any chance, go check him out. Uh, AJ Gale is his name, G U E L. And uh, 
he's like a I don't know kind of old style red dirt country guy. So he's cool as hell. I like that man. Well, speaking of Dukes of Hazard, I did I did want to tie this in. So when we had you on our lifestyle of the podcast, I think you were getting ready to fly out and hang out with the homies at Roadkill. Well, I recently had the opportunity to, to sync up and link up with Mike Finnegan for our lifestyle of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I, I know yep. you've you know you've got that old school connection, you know, when Mike came out and we're old mini truckers and stuff, but how cool is it that you have that connection as well with the whole Roadkill crew? Well it's 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 pretty awesome because I mean not only me and Mike are really tight, he's a good friend of mine. He's busy, I'm busy, so our chances to talk is a lot slimmer than it used to be, but I mean, back in the day, we used to hang out quite a bit. He was at the shop all the time. We used to build a lot of cool shit together. So, um, you know, it kind of takes it back to that when me and Courtney hung out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was all kind of all the same. So, it's it's pretty cool, you know. And I like to see him doing good. And I'm proud of him. And, you know, he's got a great place out there in Georgia, which is, you know, I went out and visited. And it's it's amazing, you know. I'm like, damn, I want to move here. He lives <laughs> on a lake. Yeah, you know what I, know, I mean? Right? <laughs> he's yeah. got like a mansion. I'm like, what the it's hell? It's crazy how like, yeah. you get out of California and you're like, oh, this is this is all this cost. You're like, man, exactly. I could buy ten of these. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, well, you could buy you could buy more than a square foot out here. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's funny, you know. So, uh, no, it's it's really good. Any time that I get the chance to hang out with them and, and you know, ever David Freiberger and all those guys, I'm totally down because uh, they're they're fun, you know, and they're off off the cusp. They don't. They don't script anything. They just roll with it, you know, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it kind of brings you back, at least me when I watch, kind of brings me back to the, you know, the innocent days of being a kid and stuff. And when, um, you know, when I think of, you know, we told Mike when we had him on OLP, we said, hey, man, you know, we salute you. You're a hustler. And we tell you the same thing, man. Like when I when I think of the post that you made, and I know this audience may not all know who Courtney Hollowell was, but you know he was a beloved friend of yours and, a, and a, really one of the mini truck scene. And I thought the post that you made the other day, I think it was on his birthday, was a nice little kind of uh, uh, you know a nod that hey, you as your um, as being a good friend of his, you haven't forgotten him, of course. Of course not. Of course not. I uh, it's it's a tough one for me because. Just a second ago, we talked about, I told you about the wheel company mm-hmm. and De- uh, Devious Wheel Coat Wheels was actually one of the partners was Courtney. And uh, when I said that earlier, it gave me goosebumps. It kind of gave me like mm. this weird feeling, yep. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he's looking down, smiling, whatever. So, um, heck, yeah. you know, the, the yeah, it's a, ah, that's a tough one. <laughs> so, you know, the economy, the economy dropped. We lost the company. We, we just gave up and, you know, just trying to stay alive and whatever and uh life moves on and now i'm back and i'm ready to get back in it and you know uh, one of the cool things i'm doing with with all that is that uh i'm going to offer my customers my true good solid customers here at the shop or Mm -hmm. you know what have you i'm going to offer them that if they want to buy a set of wheels and they want a certain design that we'll design it and buy it or build it for them and we'll name it after them wow that's sick dude so, so I mean, you got your own Lincoln and you want your own wheel, you'll have your own name on it. So from here on out in history, you'll have your own wheel. <laughs> That's dope, us. man. I love That's it, cool, dude. Huh? It, it It is, and I think, like, the hustle that you have, and you've even told me last time we slapped hands at SEMA, you're like, hey, Jay, anytime you need something, you give me a call. You know, your dad was hanging out there, and I always tell you that, you know, having lost my dad about 10 months ago, man, like, I see a lot of – you know, mm-hmm. my dad and the relationship that you have with your pops. Uh, and, dude, what a good guy, man. I mean, you, you got a you got a good dude behind you, man, that's, uh, you know, he, he's down. Yeah. I, I mean, me and pops, we hang out every day. 
dad works with me and we, uh, we, we're doing it, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's a blessing in disguise because like, you know, he, he could retire if he wanted to, but he don't want to, he wants to play cars and, yeah. and we have good days and bad days, you know, like yep. he gets stressed and I get stressed and yeah, he, he gets in. I, he gives me room. I give him room and, and we just have a great time. And, you know, I, if I, I couldn't ask for anything more, you know, I love, love hanging out with my dad. So, yeah, he's a good dude, man. I tell you what, you guys look so much alike and, uh, the other thing I was going to bring up was, you know, speaking of SEMA, you are no stranger. You kind of alluded to it earlier. I mean, you've built buses, you've built, um, you know, step vans, you know, all kinds of different stuff, including Lincoln's. What's um, If there was one thing right now that's on your mind for SEMA, which is a couple months away, is there something that you're cooking up? Well, we have a couple of possibilities. Um, we really haven't signed a deal on anything yet. Uh-huh. Just because we're so busy, so it's hard for us to stop and do something for free. And yep, just that's understandable. Put it out there. You know, that's really hard. We have uh, 22 guys here right now. Dang. And so our hustle right now is crazy. It's a full-time job just managing everybody and make sure everybody has parts and pieces and cars and stuff to work on. So we haven't really focused too much on, on SEMA, which we do have a couple possibilities. One is a Lincoln and, and another one is kind of a secret project that we worked on a few years ago mm-hmm. that was at SEMA, but we're talking about revamping it and taking it back. Nice. So we don't have anything 100%, but if that one goes, that'll be epic. You know, it'll be really cool. And it'll be a fun, a fun build that'll be a little bit different that you don't see 100 of at SEMA. So. Yeah, I hear Which, you. You know. Well, and I'm kind of glad to hear that, that that you said that because, you know, a lot of guys like at this point, they're already sweating bullets and stuff. But, I mean, you're, you're no newcomer to that. So it's kind of cool that you can pick and choose your projects. You know, you're at a, you're at a point in your career where it's like, hey, you know, listen, uh, if we want to do something, we will. If not, you know, that's how it goes. Well, you know, the, the other thing, too, is um, this year, to be honest with you, we're really trying to have a booth at SEMA and mm-hmm. start, you know, a new parts line and this, that, and the other. And, um it just hasn't worked out a hundred percent yet. Yep. Like we're rolling, but we're not rolling as big as I thought we would be. Cause I have really high expectations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we'll have a couple of new parts, at, you know, at SEMA for the, you know, the new parts category and new products and stuff. And hopefully we do well with that. Um, but next year you'll definitely see us there and, uh, we'll be rolling pretty big. I think. Hells yeah. Well, last couple questions. One, I got to ask you, are you a Lincoln uh, sedan or a vert guy? I'm a sedan guy. I thought so. Driving down the freeway in a bathtub full of hot water is not my <laughs> idea of fun. I know. I was driving my convertible recently in Florida, and I was rolling with the homie Tony Boss Bowen, and man, I was like, I didn't put sunblock on that day, and I was sweating profusely, <laughs> and I need to change out this heater core valve deal, and I'm getting basically oh, yeah. heat under the dash, yep. and I'm going, bro, like, yep. this is, like, what's so fun about this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I got a funny story to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, we, we when we got married, we uh, decided to go to the Florida Keys for our honeymoon, and uh, so we're like, okay, cool, we're sending it all up, and I rented a convertible Camaro, and I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So we get in, we fly in, we get there, and we're like, oh, cool, a little red convertible Camaro, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And we, we we go to put our bags in it, and, of course, when you open the trunk in a convertible Camaro, the big bag won't fit in the trunk. <laughs> you have to put that in the back seat. Right, right. I know. It's <laughs> and then crazy. you put the small bag in the trunk. You put the small bag in the trunk, you close the trunk, you take off, right? We get maybe five miles away because we don't want to look like the new people that, you know, don't know how to open a convertible top and all that fun stuff. Yep. 
So we get about five miles on the road, pull over. We're going to drop the top. We're going to do it to it, you know? And so we have to pull the bag out of the trunk, drop the top, you know, <laughs> right. put the bag back in, rolling. And, you know, obviously you're from Florida, so you understand it can rain at any point yeah. in time down there and just fucking polar, right? <laughs> and so we're just rolling and it just starts raining. It's warm out and the water's warm. We're just laughing. <laughs> and it was all good until I realized that we had the big bag in the back seat. <laughs> So I'm like, do we keep going? Do we stop? Do we? What do we do? You know. So we finally pulled over and we put the top back up. Which you have to get out of the car, open the trunk, pull the bag up, put the top up, put the bag back in, close the trunk. By that time, you're you're hosed. You're soaking wet because it's just like pouring down, right? Yep. So on our way to the keys, we're driving down, and we notice everybody in convertibles going the other way <laughs> have the top up, <laughs> but everybody going down to the keys has the top down. And we're like, how does? I don't understand that. Right. Like what? Why well, these guys run the convertible? Might as well drop the top, you know. So after a week of hanging out and partying and having a great time, on our way home, we're like driving home with the top up and the AC on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like sunburned. You've had you know enough lobster and all that stuff. You're like, I don't. I'm done. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it's funny. So uh, the the best part is we get back to the rental car place. We drop off the car. We pull our bags out. We're sitting there waiting for the shuttle bus to take us to the airport. In come a couple, obviously honeymooners, one big bag, one small bag. Right, right. And they walk out to their convertible Camaro, and they go to put the big bag in the trunk, and it doesn't fit. And then they put it in the back seat. They put the little bag in, and then they leave. I was like, how many people actually do that a day? That's that's epic, you know? That is, man. That is awesome, dude. Well, it's kind of cool that you got a chance to, you know, come to Florida and kick it. A lot of people in Florida want to get out of Florida and then, you know, sometimes, but, you know, the guys from Cali want to come over. I know the keys are way down there and I hopefully you had a good time, man. Oh, man. The keys are awesome. I, I highly recommend it. I've been all over the place and that's one of my favorite places to go visit. People are so awesome and and just like give your shirt off the back kind of thing, you know, like I've, I, we had a really good time and a really good experience. So I will definitely be back. So hails to the, yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to give a shout out to a guy. Uh, I think he's still there, right? Scott, uh, 52, yeah. uh, Scott, oh, yeah. Scott hop 52. And, you know, Scott McDonald's a good dude. You know, I love all the photos that he's posting with the ratty stuff. And, you know, you guys are always yep. pulling motors and having a good time. And, it does seem like a place where you Actually, work, I think, but it's I not. I think they're like here work. right now drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a place that you work, but you don't work because you guys have fun. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have those guys over to my house all the time. We sit at the pool and party it up and have a good time, and you know, it's it's cool. That's that's the best part. I have a really awesome crew. I think that out of twenty two guys, I think I have twenty one solid guys. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think the, the, the one that's singled out is just hasn't figured it out that, hey, this is really cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, now, wait, is is that is that your – does your son work there too, or is he just on the show a little yeah. bit? He's the one, right? <laughs> no, he, work, he works here too. Nah, <laughs> no, nah. he's not the one. He's He's got to figure it out. He's he's going to school and trying to do his own thing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. So he, and he's growing, and he's he's learning, and he's really stepped up his game the last couple of weeks. And um, I, I know it's uh, kind of a funny deal because my wife is like, Oh, they're always bagging on Amazon. I'm like, who cares? At least they're talking about it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just a show. It's just for fun. Yeah. And if you, you don't find like entertainment behind it and you you get mad enough where you have to write a bad review, then whatever. I know. It's like, come on. <laughs> the show people. is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're not for everybody. Yeah. Like, a purist could listen to this and be like, oh, I can't believe they're they're cutting up a Lincoln. And it's like, hey, that's not what it's about. Look, it's, it's your car. It's your show. Do what you want to do. Have fun in life. You know, don't go to the grave. Like, yeah. Be in some tight wad, you know? 
Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, like, you know me, I, I like the weird stuff. Like, we've been doing a lot of Metro vans lately, and we got some crazy lifted scout. Um, we have a stock scout. I mean, like, oh, I don't like that. Okay, well, we got this one. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really care. You know, like, we like to do different stuff that people don't see every day. Um, we actually have a Mustang in the shop, but don't tell anybody, okay? <laughs> Be careful. I heard those could just take off at any time, man. <laughs> Mar- yeah, America's we just connected the battery on it. Well, I think we'll be safe. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Well, Jeff, dude, um, man, it's always a pleasure. DeviousCustoms.com. Did you want to share anything else with uh, the Lincoln Attic Nation, man? I think I think we got everything covered. I appreciate everything you do. You're awesome. I love hanging out with you. So we're going to have to hang out soon, okay? Yeah, we are, man. Well, listen, give all the guys over there our best and keep doing what you're doing, Jeff. I just want to say we out here, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Have a good one.